The following podcast contains adult subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. You're calling me stingy? You're the fucking stingy one, Tim. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with Juan, Tim, and Gabe. Tim's really not that stingy. No, I don't think so. Thanks for the beer, bud. Here we go. You ready? Mmm, sounds delicious. It's definitely not Miller. It's definitely not the champagne of beers, and they definitely do not support this show. He's going to stop it, and then you're going to say something. Yeah, yeah. Then oh, like for oh, give it ten seconds. Well, I know he's cr- chopping them because for sure, like the 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 last episode I think that we released was your uh, I think I had the long box, <laughs> and I know for sure that was way longer in person. <laughs> you must have been drinking High Life at that point. No. We're live, by the way. Oh. I might have been. Hey, YouTube. Hey, podcasters. This is you. Gabe. I'm Tim. I'm Juan, and you are listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box, Woo! motherfuckers. Is it, is it too old now? It's sort of like yeah. 10 episodes deep now yeah. that, aren't we? Yeah. Who cares? Fuck it. <laughs> 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 Maybe for the live episode. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to give YouTube yeah. some razzle-dazzle, yeah, motherfucker. Hi, YouTube. A little bit of razzle-dazzle. Yelling at me for it, though. <laughs> You're trying to dazzle on my razzle, man. He's trying to get that razzed all dazzed up. Sounds like over Razzle doing dazzle. it. Yeah, always. The Blob it, it, is it, the an blob. independently made 1958 American science fiction horror film in widescreen color by Deluxe. Technicolor. Produced by Jack H. Harris, directed by Irvin Yaworth. Yaworth. And written by Kay Lineker and Theodore Simpson. The film stars Steve McQueen as a teenager. And Annetta Kunsout. Also as a teenager. And stars Earl Rowe and Olin Howland. The Blob was distributed by Paramount Pictures as a double feature with I Married a Monster from Outer Space. The storyline concerns a growing corrosive alien amoeboidal. Amoeboidal? 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 Entity that crashes to Earth from outer space inside a meteorite. It devours and dissolves citizens in the small communities of Phoenixville and Downingtown, PA, growing larger, redder, and more aggressive each time it does so, eventually becoming larger than a building. (gasps) There's no way that that's not a multi-cell organism. I'm just saying. Like, like an amoeba implies that it's like a single cell organism. That makes no kind of sense. That thing's fucking huge and it consumes stuff. Yeah. Like it's definitely a multi. That sounds stupid. But anyway, <laughs> other than that. 1951 science no, 58. fiction. 58. 58. This one's 58. 58. They didn't, maybe they just dropped the ball. They, don't they, don't for, they forgot. Side note. Pre 1978 copyright law, this would have been public domain now. Post nineteen seventy eight in two thousand fifteen, as of two thousand fifteen, we still have to wait thirty nine years, which uh, you'll be dead by that point. Ooh, let's see. Are we not sure? necessarily? You'll be dead. Gabe will live forever. No, yeah. you'll be dead. Nah, technology will freeze me. Just your head, yeah. Like Futurama. Oh, yeah. and then I can have a robot body. <laughs> Fuck yes, soul. You can finally will, be a dwarf child. Will the robot body be fat too? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, man, packing on the pounds. They're like, you're a robot. You can be any size you want. Go fuck yourself. That's that's our punishment in this life, I'm just big geared. (laughs) I'm big geared. (laughs) 
That's our punishment in the afterlife, got bro. got fat wires. You're like, know. yeah, I'm a robot. No, I'm still fat. <laughs> got a little cholesterol in your wires there. <laughs> too much grease. <laughs> I've been sucking down too much of that 10W60. <laughs> Get it? Cause so it's, what's 39 years from 2015? It's fucking weird. 39 years from 2015 is... 54. 54, yep. 2054. That's when... That is a long fucking time from now. That's that when sounds like a science fiction movie number. In 2054. But it's definitely a date that my daughter will live to see. Yep. I mean, unless, like, the Earth fucking blows itself up. <laughs> so, let's talk about The Blob. I hate it. This, this is the first one that's in color. I had a feeling you would. <laughs> so... Tim's dad has some things to say about it. I told my dad we were watching it, and he had some things to say oh. about it. My dad, he didn't say much, but he said something really... Oh, yeah, I like the blob. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> he he blob said, is good. <laughs> he said something really similar to Tim's dad. She's laying next that to it was That it was scary, okay? <laughs> this... Poor mom. At no point... <laughs> At no point in she this puts up with a lot already, man. <laughs> at no point in this movie was I scared. So no, I wasn't scared. There's nothing how scary about this movie. How old was your dad in '58, though? Like a kid. Was he? Yeah. So teenager, probably. Yeah. So it looks like my dad pretty much the same story. He saw it with a bunch of his friends when he was 11, and it apparently scared the shit out of him. And I guess it, what made matters worse is that his walk home from the theater went between two abandoned cemeteries, and it I'm used sorry. to freak him out. Gabe you got to start. That one's for the audio pod. <laughs> Fuck Gabe spilling beer all over himself. Did you finish? I think I did. Okay. <laughs> I always finish. So your dad was scared as well. Yeah, he he was scared the shit out of him. Apparently, this movie cost him twenty five cents to watch when he was a kid. Wow, too. a whole quarter. It was made for $110,000, and it made $4 million. That's a lot of money for a 1958 film. It was a massive hit when it came out. Good Lord. The fucking song. The, I, think like, I think it got merchandise, too, a little bit back then, which was not super common. So this is the thing about The Blob. If it's meant to be scary, that theme song sets the wrong tone. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it's the blood. It's so stupid that like the first time you hear it. Yeah. It, it set my mind up to laugh, not to be scared. And we ended up laughing a quite lot. a bit. This quickly became like a MST3K for Tim and Mel and I. Yeah. Just mocking the movie. And it all started... With teenager Steve McQueen, who is clearly in his fucking thirties, <laughs> like yeah, at no that dude has gray hair. I'm like, gonna I'm gonna go find the other ones. This is a sixty percent critic score, fifty six percent audience score. So they're kind For of on tomatoes. the fence about it. Yeah, I don't hate this movie. I think it's a really really fun movie. I think it's a really good introduction for kids to like horror movies and like science fiction movies because it, it it's a little creepy but it's not like ever scary you know what i'm saying like the scene probably it's the scariest, scariest flubber yeah the scariest yeah. scene in it is when they're like trapped in the grocery store that's like the closest thing and that's like might be intense for like an eight or nine year old but not for anybody else like 
it's a fun movie to like I've I think I've watched this with all of the kids when they were like six or seven and they were all like, Wow, that was cool. And then if they watched it today, they'd be like, Why the fuck are you making me watch this? <laughs> yeah, like if I took that home to like Kenny and Tristan and be like, They'd this be upset is with you. Really boring. Yeah. No, they'd just leave the room and it would be me watching it with Alicia Paul. That's because they bitches. The thing from another world had an eighty nine percent critic score. And a 73% audience score, which fucking baffles what me. What the absolute yeah, fuck? It baffles the shit out of me. <laughs> so it's got a so if you're, 58 on Metacritic and a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. So if you're curious why we're talking about some other movies and you missed the last couple episodes, either on YouTube or on our podcast, be sure to go check out the last two episodes where we talked about The Day the Earth Stood Still and uh, Thing from Another World as we kind of like talk about and explore uh, 50 science fiction movies, largely yeah. because... Tim's dad was into it. Yeah. Like, he wanted us to watch The Blob. and You're and out we, there somewhere, we, Sped. We went. We know you are. We went balls deep. Did you just flip his dad off? I think so. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> 1951, The Day the Earth Stood Still, 95% critic score, 87% audience. As uh, That's that's oh. a high. Oh, all right. Score. So I wanted to. I guarantee this. you it's Criterion Collection. I guarantee you there's like a, you know. So what do you guys yeah. what do you guys think about this rating? So Google users have this have the blob rated at an eighty three percent. That's the highest out of literally anyone. What do you think the difference is between like potentially a modern uh, a modern viewing audience versus like critics and probably older people that probably voted on Rotten Tomatoes? So I think more than anything, this movie is really fun. Like it's it's funny. It's easy to poke fun at. It's got Steve McQueen in it. It's got yeah. Steve McQueen driving a car backwards. Yeah. <gasps> a lot of people what? love Steve McQueen. Like, I think there's a lot going for this movie that makes it really awesome to view as a group. Yeah. And I think if you were, like, in a theater with, like, 50 of your best friends, this movie would fucking tear it up because people would be yelling at the screen oh, people sure. would be laughing and having fun this you would know, be a good alamo draft house movie. yeah this is the kind of would be dropping for steve mcqueen oh for sure for sure for sure you see all those granny panties flying up there <laughs> <laughs> like it's just the kind of thing that's like enjoyable to watch and you have to put absolutely no work into enjoying it like no, it's just it's dumb it's funny it has little to no plot other than there is a blob eating people <laughs> and the cops don't believe kids. Yeah. Like, it's... Like, well, I said a doctor was dead, so I guess we have to go check it out. The I rest of like, them were completely ready like to blow the, it off. I like the one cop was literally <laughs> telling the chief, just ignore it. Yeah. Just ignore them. Like, they're telling you someone got murdered. Don't ignore that. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't. <laughs> I don't know. Do, I, this do you think, reading really, really deep into this, that this is a commentary on climate change? It could be. Because at the very end, they drop it in the ice. Yeah. And he's like, something you only just read. if it stays cold. I read the... I, I read, yeah, something similar to it. So that... The sequel to The Blob, also called The Blob, that came out in like the 80s. And Tim brought up... Is it a sequel, not a remake? Well, Tim yeah. brought Supposedly up that it's, it's a sequel. A direct sequel, and I looked it up last night, and it said the same thing. And that's what it's based on, is The Blob escapes from the Arctic. Hmm. Except Be in the sequel, it's pink. Yeah. And belongs to like a very niche 
version of horror movies that's called like melt like horror. It's like mm. movies like The Blob and Street Trash and stuff like that, where dudes like eat things or get melted by stuff <laughs> just for like the gross out factor. So for me, Sounds this hot. was the worst of the three movies we watched. I liked it less than I liked the thing. That's weird to me. Very I like this a lot more than I like the thing. For sure. And Ditto. I think a big part of it was just watching it with Mel and Tim and just poking fun at it right. through the whole movie. Should have come I could, over last night, man. You might <laughs> have actually enjoyed the film. <laughs> I, I, could, I could see how sitting and watching this by myself, I would definitely think to myself, why the fuck am I watching this? Like, yeah. And then you'd be like, fuck, Juan. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of the feeling most of the time anyway. No. Uh, <laughs> The movie is like it's it's another like awkwardly paced fifties sci fi. It's got a lot of drag in some parts that yes. make you really want to skip ahead, but you can't because you might act miss something actually you, important. You won't. You hidden. can skip to where you start seeing the blob all the time. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> let me let let me synapse synopsize the synopsize. Here's the beginning where you meet Steve McQueen. There's a cool thirty minutes where the plot is. Cops don't believe the kids. Kids try to find the blob. Like that, that, yeah. <laughs> you can skip that whole part because that is literally all that happens. It's like the proto Stranger Things for a minute. Yeah, where they're just running, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. They're running. They're so running, running around. Wikipedia looking for it. says that the sequel "Beware the Blob" was made in '72, and that the '88 version is a remake. That's what Wikipedia says. Hmm. Maybe the 80s movie is a remake of the sequel, because they're both supposed to be sequels. It just says, in 1998, a remake with the same name was made by and directed by Chuck Russell. Huh. I read a different article. That's just what Wikipedia yeah. says, not an article. So who fucking knows? Well... Who knows what the truth is? But Beware the Blob was supposedly the, the sequel from in 1972. There's literally no such thing as truth anymore. <laughs> there isn't. Just say whatever. You can find whatever answer you're looking for yeah. on the internet. Yep. Fucking Google. Fucking ma- masks are fake. <laughs> Let's not, not get there yet. Let's no, not I'm just get saying, there yet. They're fake. <laughs> Completely fake. The masks are fake. Masks I'm not even fake. wearing a real mask. Nope, oh fuck. It's your imagination. <laughs> I'm just gonna come out and say it. Fike. 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 Oh my god. Fuck you, Mike Brownlee. How about that? It's Matt. Matt. Yeah. Fuck you, Matt, then. Whoever. <laughs> I, you were so unimportant, I forgot your name. I did make a video. It was fun. You did? Yeah, maybe it didn't post or something. I don't know. I didn't see the video. Oh, I made it on Saturday night. Oh, I didn't see a video that either. Was yesterday. Oh, it must not have posted. Friday night. Bummer. Oh, yeah, it didn't post. Hmm. This guy's the new comedian. We got to milk the shit out of this guy. So, going back to the we're blob. Milk you. Like, this movie is just. It's. The thing, it's just a monster movie. There's not much to it. Like, I'm sure there's ways that you could read some kind of, like, social commentary into it. You know, like you said, is it about global warming? Is it about the the relentless spread of communism? You know, it is red. You know, that kind (laughs) of bullshit. (gasps) Like, but really, this is just some kids trying to save their town. Does this... How do they get access to the air raid siren? That's what I want to know. They're kids, bro. They're mischievous. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because they never show that. They're just like, oh, let's go do. They're we like, gotta go do a thing. We gotta go. We gotta go wake everybody up. And next thing you know, the air raid siren is playing. That scene is funny too. Yeah. Where the old guy runs in to get a Civil Air Patrol uniform, and then like the fire alarm starts going off. He's like, oh god damn, there's a fire too, and he runs back in. He comes out with both helmets. He's like, which one do I wear? Like <laughs> that. That was pretty funny to me. So I don't think this kind of movie works anymore. An ominous blob. Wrong. I don't. So I think what it's converted to, or what it has converted to, is an infection movie where it spreads relentlessly and there's not much you can do about it. But a big blob on the screen, I just don't think works any. It's not scary. I think it could be made scary. Like, but it would have to be done different. It'd have to be done more like the stuff or. Or something, but it would definitely have to be some kind of infection thing, mm-hmm. or like people exploding or something like that. Like <laughs> they you know, touch it and then, poof. yeah. I mean, the monster they go aerosol. What was it season three of Stranger Things was kind of the same thing. It's like this weird gelatinous cube monster that is like eating people in the town. Like I think it can be done. I don't know. It's like. It's just the idea of like a giant blob of jelly rolling around a town. That's not scary. <laughs> because just walk faster. Because there's definitely moments where you're just like, just go around it. Like, what? <laughs> what is your problem? <laughs> that little kid that gets them trapped in the thing. Like all the drama of the end of that movie is because that little kid's a piece of shit. Yeah, fuck <laughs> like that kid. Stay your parents and your sister told you, you to killed. stay at home. Stay the fuck at home, dumbass. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? But I, th- I think it can. I'm giving it negative one stars. Oof! Wow. I'm just kidding. Damn. <laughs> About a fifteen percent is fifteen percent. Much hate and anger he has. Wow, we're doing percentages today. Percentages. That's interesting. Well, I can't represent a fifteen percent in a thumb. Yeah, you can. It's like this much thumb. <laughs> I believe a fifteen percent is a thumbs down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about you, Tim? What do you give it? I uh, I found it amusing, but I think you know I'd have to agree with Juan. I think if I was watching it by myself, I'd be like, "This is so stupid." Yeah, he would one hundred percent do. But because no, we, we watched would. it together, <laughs> yeah. like it's way better with company. So this is my thing. Misery does love company. Four stars if you're watching it with a group of friends. I can get behind that. Two stars if you're watching it by yourself. Like if you're watching this movie by yourself. You will constantly question, why am I watching this movie? It's like watching Napoleon Dynamite by yourself. Yes. Not funny at all. Unless you're with your friends (laughs) who also love Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Like, I love Napoleon Dynamite. You love Napoleon Dynamite. You love Napoleon Dynamite. But we would all have to sit together and watch it for it to be entertaining. (laughs) If we all, if it was our pop culture classic, we would all come back and be like, why did I like this movie? (laughs) Who picked this? (laughs) We'd be yelling. You, Tim. No. (laughs) We'd be yelling at me again. Hey, I'm Doyle. I give it one jelly donut out of five. Oh, you don't think he liked it that much? I have no fucking idea. I feel like this is a movie he doesn't. Here, I'm going to, I'm going to do Doyle then. Hey guys, like this dial. Uh, I gave this one uh, three out of six. You sound like Edgar. Edgar, who's like it? you're in an Edgar suit. What up, PLTLB listeners? This is Doyle. I'm talking a little fast because I can't seem to record one of these messages in the time I'm provided, but 
Today I'll be talking to you about The Day the Earth Stood Still. Um, of the three movies we watched for this week's recording, this one was definitely my favorite. I think it's paced the best. I think it looks the best as far as visual quality goes, even though it's in black and white and the blob is in color. Um, I think the message is still very relevant today as far as humanity getting its shit together and, uh, you know, just becoming a global entity. Like, like it just seems like we should be at this point, but we're still all still squabbling over such little bullshit. Um, the only thing that's comedically bad, in my opinion, about this movie is that this alien is supposed to be capable of, like, global destruction and looks like a slightly tall dude. Uh, but that's not really that big of a deal. If you've seen the new The Day the Earth Stood Still, just kind of imagine that robot in this movie. But don't imagine that movie at all because that movie is terrible. Um but yeah, I like the movie overall. I think the way that the alien kind of interacts with the human race through hanging out with a child for a day is really cool. It's like a really neat perspective. And I also, uh, I guess actually I did find it pretty comedic that the language of the, the Google blops and it's like they put no time or effort into creating a language for the, for the aliens. They just have this retarded, TikTok or talk language. Uh, I did like the. What was I gonna say? Ah, whatever. Yeah, I like I like the movie. Um, I like this movie, The Blob, and then the thing the least as far as that goes. And yeah, this one gets two thumbs up. I didn't do it the other one, but uh, it's definitely twice baked. And The Blob is. Uh, I don't even know if I like the blob or not. It's just funny to watch. Like, just dumb shit happening all the time. The blob is just moving around slowly, and nobody seems to be able to get away from it. And the thing is just really slow, and it's a great premise, and it's been done well over time, but overall, it's just, that was not a, it's just hard to watch. But, uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. I hope you continue to interact with us on our different social medias. Um, if you're listening to this show and you haven't reached out in any way, please do. We'd love to hear from you. Just your thoughts, your ideas, your opinions. Um, it would be great if you could leave us a rating anywhere. And um, if you like the show, it would be really awesome if you could contribute on Patreon. Uh, it helps us out a lot, and it just helps us continue to keep doing the show the way that you guys love listening to it. So thanks so much, and hope you guys have a rest of your day. Bye. A good rest of your day. You- now back to our show. Oh, <laughs> I need sugar and water. <laughs> God, that is like, to this day, one of the most unsettling and uncomfortable depictions of a creature on screen. Like yeah. the Egger, like the dude in the Egger suit, for some reason, for just grosses me out. Like it's just nasty and freaky and... Vincent D'Onofrio is a fucking genius actor Such and a good actor. clearly he, something is broken. Does he have a bad it. movie? Like, are there any movies he's in here's, that are not great? No. I think, but I think even if there was, I think he would shine through. Yeah. You know, in, in The Cell, or, you know, I, I think we all like The Cell, but I think a lot of people came into it like, fuck Jennifer Lopez, but, but Vincent D'Onofrio's depiction in that is just amazing. She just does a really good job. So it was really funny. We were watching um, Don't. It's like a game show 
on ABC where you have to like not do things. And a lot of the time it revolves around trivia. And one of the trivia questions was which singer had a hit album and a hit movie come out the same week. Was it, uh, was it Jennifer Lopez or Mariah Carey? I was like, shit, that's Jennifer Lopez. We like literally just talked about that shit. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It was funny. I don't think Mariah Carey Carey put in any hit movies. She might be in a movie. I think she's in a movie. I'm sure she's in a movie. Or maybe it was Britney Spears or something. I don't know. She's not in movie. Oh, it was some. She's in some chick flicks, actually. Now that I say that, I don't know. Britney Spears is. Yeah. I don't really watch those kind of movies, so. All right. Cool. Well, check us out. All right. Well, (laughs) be sure to check us out. TOTLB.com. That's where you can find all of our social media connections. Uh, Find us on Patreon at Patreon. Thanks to dads for giving us input. Oh yeah. Thanks, dad. Thanks, dad. (laughs) Your dad gave more input. My dad was mostly like, mm, yeah, it's a good movie. I like how he chickened out, though. Like, Look, come on the show. I uh, tried no, so no, hard to get know, him on the show. Man. It wasn't really my idea. You know, he got he, <laughs> he got cold feet. He got cold feet. You're well. You got that cold penis. You're more than welcome to come on the show whenever you want. Tim's dad. Yeah, just not next time. Yeah. You're grounded for a month. No, just kidding. <laughs> so grounded in 100 years. We'll meet you right here. <laughs> You're grounded for a month. So that's four episodes. <laughs> yeah. Don't go anywhere. Uh, anyway, check us out. Patreon.com slash TOTLB. Give us some support. We really appreciate it. And Patreon supporters, we really appreciate you. Uh, I'm making videos this week for sure. Oh, so, good yeah. uh, I did a. I didn't have time to do any of the other ones, but I did a. The day the Earth stood still, I gave them my first thoughts before I came out here. Nice. So. Oh, that's a cool idea. I've been thinking about doing like commentary, like oh. putting the camera on myself while yeah, I watch yeah. something. So I like that. I might do something like that. I like that. I might do something like what that. What if this it's week. like your video that went on Friday? We'd never see it. Yeah, that that kind of bums <laughs> me out. I felt like I I talked. Yeah, I made a video. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> Hey, I'm in a video, guys. <laughs> I was very high. It might be a deleted now. Might not have seen it, though. It's pretty underground. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of underground. Made it via my VHS. I used to know this guy that was, like, so into midgets that he would actually, like, dig up the corpses of midgets to have his Ooh. way with them. Jesus. That dude's Michael Kirk. You could say he's got a little wow. dirt on him. Ooh. This one was awkward. Be sure to call the Michael Kirk (laughs) Memorial Hotline, 970-573-6148. I promise you, Michael Kirk never slept with the corpse of a midget. No. Blink, blink. (laughs) That never Never happened. happened. With that said, I've been Gabe. I'm Tim. I'm Juan. And Michael Kirk definitely fucks corpses of midgets. Doyle's not here. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Thinking Outside the Long Walks podcast. Join us on Facebook and Twitter to get behind-the-scenes information for exclusive content and to be notified when new episodes are available. The thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent or reflect those of the Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast, Baron Space Productions, its partners, or affiliates. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is made available by its creators, Juan, John, and Gabe. The podcast is edited and produced by Juan, and Albie is the co-executive producer. 
The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is a Barren Space production.